0: 540. Run, William! Run! He's got blockers in front. Five. Touchdown! Joshua Crimp. snap back. Ball down. block. They block the kick. Let's jump to a, to a mock draft here. We have uh, 11 players. Now they're not. Uh, it looks like we kind of put them in um in like best player available order. It looks like. So I'll just run down the list one through 11, and uh, we will just go from there. Kind of the, sa- the same thing. We have 11 players, and uh, we'll kind of talk about where their best fit would be and where they're going to be drafted. The first one is Barkley from Penn State. Cleveland, Kate, what will be Barkley's fate?
1: Realistically, you're in Kate's dream world. <laughs> Realistically, <laughs> I think in Kate's dream world, he goes number one to the Browns because we've signed Kirk Cousins, so I don't need a quarterback. Boom. Um he's not on a lot of people's radar for the Colts at three, but I actually think he would be a brilliant choice for them because they haven't ever had a really good defense. And while their defense needs help, it needed help when Peyton Manning was there, you get Andrew Luck a running back and that's a scary offensive team. We just watched the super bowl where the defense didn't bother to show up till the very end of the game. Realistically, I think he ends up at six going to the jet. Uh I'm going to say
2: that he's going to go to the Browns at four. Whether we draft a quarterback one or sign a quarterback, I think Barkley is going to end up with the Browns. I understand that Dorsey has found running backs later in the draft that have been very productive, you know, i.e. Hunt. But I just think this kid is a face of the franchise material. People, you know, people talk about, oh, you can get Geis later. You can get, you know, Chubb later. These other guys, Michael. The thing with me is the kid is as good a human as he is a player. And right now, what we need is a culture change. We need a franchise player. We need a face of the franchise who can help change the culture in the locker room. And I think that is Saquon Barkley. I think people are completely uh, ignoring that fact when I see on Twitter people saying he's not worth the pick. He's not worth the pick. Look, he is worth the pick. He's 230 pounds. You know, he's a, he, he runs like Marshall Falk, but he's almost as big as Zeke. I think the kid is a great kid. He, he is. I've read plenty of stories about him. I think he's a franchise changer. I work on the Browns he's a culture changer. I'd take him at four.
1: Yeah. Let me just jump in real fast. You use the phrase worth the pick and you're right. I hear that a lot and I see that a lot. When you're a team like the Browns who went 0-16, what you need out of pick number one and pick number four are guys who can play week one and contribute week one. They're worth whatever yeah. you have to pay to get them if they're going to be here for the next five to ten years. I'm I'm a little frustrated with, you know, if you're a the Buccaneers or the Cardinals worth the pick matters to you. It doesn't matter here. It doesn't mean the same thing here to me as it does in other teams.
0: Yeah. And because of everything that that Jeremy mentioned, I I do see him fitting with the Colts. The Colts are hiring a new coach and uh, a natural predecessor to Frank Gore. I think it will help alleviate some of the pressure from Andrew Luck and and I just think that it makes sense for them. He he will help establish that new culture and help turn that around. I think it'll also help make Andrew Luck more excited to play there. I mean, he's – some reason seems disinterested. And, and I think uh, whether it's – is it McDaniels in Indianapolis? Is that for sure? It's still not official. You know, all signs are pointing towards that. Apparently there's some snags the last few days.
2: But I, I would say that probably gets done. And I think the problem with uh, – Luck is more ownership, so maybe McDaniel's helps smooth that out. It seems that Luck and his dad have had problems with uh with the ownership in Indianapolis.
0: Well, regardless, I still think that um, Saquon Barkley would really help kind of smooth a lot of that over. Sure. Um, secondly, Sam Darnold, Jeremy, what do you see, of quarterback Sam Darnold?
2: I think if the Browns fail to get Kirk Cousins, I think Sam Darnold comes to the Browns. Um, I think he's got all the tools. He's going to need to sit a year, so we're going to have to get a bridge guy. He's only twenty. He's about just like Kaiser. He's only tw- I think twenty years old right now, but I think the kid has all the tools. He's got it above the ears. They say when you get him on the chalkboard, teams are really going to be impressed because he has such a high football IQ. I think Sam Darnold ends up with the Browns if we do not sign Kirk Cousins.
1: I completely agree, and part of it for me is because he reminds me of all the quarterbacks in this class. He reminds me the most of a Ben Roethlisberger, and now that we have Todd Haley who knows how to work with that kind of quarterback, who's those slippery guys that you just can't bring them down. They'll stay in the pocket or they'll leave the pocket, and that's the kind of football we play here. And I think he would fit in nicely if we don't sign Kirk Cousins.
0: I see Sam Darnold going to the Giants. I think that's going to be the guy that they pick for predecessor
1: to Eli. Third on the list here, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, Kate. You're up. I'm sending Josh Rosen to the Giants. I think he needs a little more time and they're not ready for a starter this year. He would make Eli a little more comfortable because he's not ready to go and they can get another year or two out of that system before he has to play. I
2: agree a hundred percent. I think the New York Giants are, I think it's, it's preordained as preordained gets. I think if he goes to two, he's going to the Giants. Like Kate said, Eli Manning will, uh, Uh, tutor him for a year, and then he'll take the reins next year. But Josh Rosen to the Giants, I think, is the lock of the draft.
0: Fourth on the list is corner Mika Fitzpatrick from the Alabama Crimson Tide. Kate, where do you you think this this number one corner is going
1: to go? He's coming to Cleveland at number four. That'll be our second lock of the draft. Josh Rosen's going to the Giants at two, and Mika's coming to Cleveland at four. Okay, you guys are probably not going to like me here.
2: I think he's going to slip a bit. I think he's going to end up at seven with Tampa Bay. They are in serious need of secondary help. I don't know if you heard, but Nick Saban, his coach, actually said he thinks he's a better free age or a free safety than he is corner. Um, so I think that's going to cause him to slide a bit, but I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will take him at seven.
0: You know, Jeremy, I think you're right. I think he does slip a little bit, and I think Kate, you're right as well. I think that the Browns will trade down from four uh, to the, the seven – eight spot and still draft uh, Fitzpatrick. Um, But I do believe the Browns will go defense in the second pick. And I I do think they will trade down. I think with all the quarterbacks, I think we're going to see four quarterbacks in the first six picks. I think it's going to be quarterback, 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 running back, offensive line. And I think that's what it's going to be. And I think we're going to look at uh, what is being offered to us. And we're either going to get Fitzpatrick, the corner uh, around seven, eight ish, or uh, the defensive end from Georgia Chubb. Is that right? Or is, is, yep,
2: Bradley Chubb.
0: Yeah. I think we're going one of those, w- One of those two picks with our with our second pick, um, but that's my right. opinion. Baker Mayfield, Jeremy.
2: I think he's going to go to the Redskins. I think Baker Mayfield is going to be uh, under Alex Smith's wing for the next couple of years, but I think he's a fit with the Redskins, and that's where I think he ends
1: up. I think the Denver Broncos are taking him. I've saw a lot of reports out of the Senior Bowl of the the Broncos coaches and Elway talking to Mayfield, and and they just seem to really be in love with him and what he did and what they saw from him during that week. So I think he's going to Denver.
0: Here we go. I think with the first pick in the 2018 NFL draft, the like Cleveland Browns, so like Baker Mayfield, quarterback of yeah. Oklahoma, It's going to happen. <laughs> I just I, can't
2: see, I just can't see a room full of football guys taking a 6-foot quarterback one overall man. It's gonna I happen. Can't see it. But hey, if it, it happens, hey, if it happens, I'll root for him. I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. You,
1: they could trade down and get him. I don't think now I'm going to take my own words back. He's not worth the number 1 pick for me. There are better players for Cleveland to take at 1. If he is still there maybe at 4 or whatever they decide to do later, but I will be surprised if they go Mayfield at all. I just, I don't like it. I,
0: I think in the NFL quarterback position is like 80% like personality and leadership and how you manage men in the huddle and how you lead. And I think Baker is a stud. I think he's a leader. He's a competitor. I think he is, he has like, it, it's a different kind of confidence than, than what Manziel had. He, you know, and, and I know he gets a bad rap and I don't know Baker at all from Adam, but uh, I see a, a, Th- this weird like humility in him that that he's not all i don't know i i just think i think in this draft there are four franchise quarterbacks and they're all very very different and and i think um for for what we need in cleveland i think baker mayfield is going to be the guy that's my opinion again i'm a nobody i just Fine. host this podcast <laughs> I-, I think he's a competitor i think he's a baller and i think uh he's he's uh, i think he's going to be in cleveland there you go
2: hey there's a Half of Cleveland Twitter agrees with you. There's a big Baker Mayfield yeah. contingent. So you're not, you know, you're not out on an island. There's a lot of people that agree with you on that. We
1: it's will. the half of Twitter that watched what he did to the Buckeyes earlier in the season last year. And probably, yeah, so, so now he must be God's gift to quarterbacks because of what he did to the Buckeyes, which which was not a good team this year. So
0: <laughs> That's
1: true. All right. Uh Quentin Nelson, guard out of Notre Dame. Kate, we'll we'll throw to you right here. Tampa Bay. Yeah. I'm sending him to the Buccaneers. He'll he'll like Florida. He'll do well there. He's an absolute monster. I think he's probably uh the second best
2: overall player in the draft. He is a beast. And with my prediction earlier that Drew Brees ends up with the Broncos, I think he goes five to the Broncos.
0: Ooh, that would work. Hey, uh Jeremy, I'll ask you and then Kate I'll ask you this too. What are the chances that in the first two rounds the Browns draft a lineman? I think it's a good chance. Um
2: I'll have to really study with the early second round picks. I mean, it also depends on what's going on with Joe Thomas. I personally think Joe Thomas is coming back, and I think Dorsey accidentally let it out of the bag. I mean, he said he's had talks with him. He said he thinks he's coming back. So I think he's coming back. But if they see a guy, you know, with one of those three second round picks that is their apparent, I think it's a really good chance. I don't know who that is off the top of my head right now, but I think there's a chance, absolutely.
1: I think Joe Thomas depends on our quarterback situation. If we're drafting yeah. Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold to start, you know, to compete with Deshaun Kaiser week one, Joe Thomas is just going to take his retirement check and go off to the beach and enjoy life. You bring in Kirk Cousins, and I think Joe's excited to come in and block for a real quarterback. And I think there's some truth to that,
2: Kate. I think it's almost it almost feels like the way Joe Thomas was talking, that him and Kirk would be a package deal, if you know what I'm saying.
0: That is true. I know what you're saying. He did throw out the Drew Brees thing, which kind of got everyone scratching their head, like, Wait, what? Drew Brees in Cleveland? That would be insane. Um, that does make sense. He is not looking like the uh mid season Joe Thomas. He's looking thin. He seems like he has a lot of fun on his podcast. Uh so I don't know. Um I think I think
2: Joe realizes though that you only get one shot to play football. Okay. You got the rest of your life to do podcasts and work in the media. So I think if he feels his health is up to it, he'll be back. That's
0: just my opinion. It's true. Uh, All right, a guy that I really, really like, Bradley Chubb. Jeremy, where do you see him going?
2: I think – and and this is where I disagree with you guys from earlier. I think he goes three to the Colts. I think the Colts are in desperate need of pass rush help, defensive help. I think he's far and away the best uh, edge rusher on the board. So I'm going to say Bradley Chubb to the Indianapolis Colts.
1: Okay. I have him going to the Colts as well. I just don't know. I just wouldn't be shocked if they decided to go Barkley if he's still there at three. But he fills he's the biggest need for what the Colts have right now.
0: So here here's the deal. If we sign a starting quarterback in free agency, whether it be Kirk Cousins or Drew, Drew Brees, whoever it is, I would love for the Browns to double down on their defense. I would love for the Browns to – um, either at one or trade down, go go Chubb and Fitzpatrick. Really, just double down on their defense and um, really, really focus on getting pressure on the quarterback. I mean, look at the Eagles. That's what the Eagles did. They uh, all season their defense um, complemented their offense, complemented their defense. And uh, even though they gave up six hundred some yards in the Super Bowl, they came up with the with the stop and a play and a strip sack when they needed it. And I think um, with with Chubb and Garrett on the outside. Um, that's only going to help the, – the sooner we get pressure on the quarterback, the better it makes our defensive backs look.
1: You can do that if you sign Cousins or maybe even Case Keenum. Any other quarterback is too iffy as far as the future goes, and you can't – after passing on Wentz and passing on Deshaun Watson, you can't not take a quarterback at one if you sign any other quarterback.
2: Absolutely. You know what, I mean? what happens if – say we, we get a little better – and we're 6-10, 7-9, and, and, and then we get Waldo in that mediocrity because we're never at the top of the draft to take the guy again. So I think if they think the guy is there, you have to take the guy this year.
0: It's true. Um, I don't know. I think if – Kirk Cousins is a long-term deal. Kirk Cousins is a long-term answer at quarterback. Case Keenum, not sure, so absolutely. much. Sure, um, right. absolutely. But uh, I don't know. So I guess in, in this scenario, we are signing Kirk Cousins, which frees us up to do whatever i mean if that that's the case we probably trade down right if we sank kirk cousins are we trading down would you guys say
2: i could say i could see us holding that first round pick um, hostage to the giants what we could do is you know pretend like we we're going to move down farther to someone who wants darn or rosen and then force the giants to throw in the second round pick to get the one to take rosen i could see that scenario playing out i just don't see us trading way down in the draft because i think we want to i think dorsey recognizes the uh the importance of getting the top talent in the draft. So I could see us moving down a spot or two, but not any more than that.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. You need too much talent. You can't keep building assets. We were Owen 16. Those assets aren't doing anything for me until I cash them in for players. Dorsey's right. going to cash them in for players.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Couple more players here. Denzel Ward, Ohio state Buckeye. Los Angeles Chargers.
2: Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I
0: sorry. beat you to Los it. it. Los you Angeles Chargers.
1: <laughs> Philip. Phillip needs help. Phillip needs all kind of help. And their defense is just pitiful. Denzel's going to – I got four Buckeyes going on the first day. So Denzel's going to L.A.
2: Yeah. And I say the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Bengals are getting a little uh, long in the tooth at the cornerback position. I think they'd love to add the Buckeyes to that defensive back field.
0: Great. Uh, let's jump uh, to, to this last one here because I want to do Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson at the same time. Uh, Ronnie okay. Harrison, safety for Alabama. Jeremy, where do you see Ronnie ending up? I think he's going to end
2: up with the Miami Dolphins. Um, they could use help in the back end of the secondary. He's a, he's a, I think he's a playmaker. I think the Miami Dolphins.
1: And, and I like Ronnie Harrison. I liked watching him in college. And sadly, I'm going to not like watching him for the next 10 years playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They, <laughs> he's, he's they do like, not yeah, have 100%. an answer. Yeah, they got rid of Troy Palomalu. And while he's not the same kind of player as Troy, he's got that personality where he can become the face of that defense. And I have a feeling he's going to end up in Pittsburgh and he's going to be giving us fits for a long time. No, no. Absolutely. That defense has not been the
2: same since Palermo. That's a great – if he makes it that far, that's a great, great pick there, Kate.
1: So yeah.
0: here's my question. We have all of these assets. Are we going to trade back up into the first round? Cleveland that's Kate, a what
2: possibility. I mean, if there's someone they love, absolutely. Kate, do
1: you see us doing that? It depends on who becomes the Brady Quinn of this draft. If one of these quarterbacks that they like, say we go – Kate's dream comes true. We take Saquon Barkley at one and Minka at four. And say one of these quarterbacks starts dropping down. I mean, they traded back up last year for Jabril Peppers. And yeah. I don't know. I can probably list you 10 guys in the first round that are going to be better players than Jabril is. So I could see them trading yeah. back up if someone they like unexpectedly starts falling to him. Well,
0: I think we jumped and got Njoku, right? Because the Steelers were going to draft him, and we jumped and drafted yeah. him. we
1: jumped. We traded back in for somebody. <laughs>
2: yeah. and then we ended up yeah, with more first-rounders than we started with. And that, that's actually been confirmed that the uh, Steelers were going to draft Njoku. So there you go.
0: So, so I feel like, though, and Ronnie Harrison's a great example, there, there are certain players every year who you know are just going to be studs. So why is he going to be uh, so far? and Why is Ronnie Harrison going to drop all the way to 27? Why would he not go higher?
2: Because safeties aren't valued at that um, Level as I know it sounds crazy, but just for whatever reason, the position of safety isn't valued as high as other positions. That's that's why he got I don't so I think he's gonna go 11 12, but I could see him falling to 27.
0: I watched Troy Palamalu single handedly win probably 10 games. <laughs> just against
2: it's, us. it's just, a, it's just you want to talk about advanced analytics yesterday, it's part of that. A lot of teams put specific uh grades on per position where they value them, and safety just isn't in the top of the list for whatever reason.
1: Well, and it's also – it's. I think it's easier to find a really good quality safety in the fourth round than it is to find a quarterback.
2: Exactly. So
1: this that, is going to be a –
2: yep.
1: yeah, this is going to – there's a lot of good quarterbacks this year. You saw what happened with Mitch Trubisky last year. I was – I'm still shocked that the Bears moved back up to get him the way that they did with all of their other needs. So there's going to be a lot of specialty positions, wide receivers, I think, are getting downplayed this year. But Calvin Ridley would be a really nice – I wouldn't mind if we traded back up into the first round for him, but I don't know that he makes it past 10. It's just it, – it, it, safety tends to get lumped in with all of those, you know, defensive positions. They're not – they don't consider them specialties, and they really should. They should look at the impact they have on the game and, yeah. and rethink that.
0: I just feel like there are certain players and positions that you look and like, oh, man, he is going to be a stud – and a, and a like a wrecking force in the league. I think back to uh, the the two players that the Jaguars drafted: their corner and, and their linebacker, Miles Jack. People are like, oh, he, mm-hmm. he is just going to like dominate. And the same thing they would say about Khalil Mack: oh, he's going to be incredible. But they never like. I mean, I think Khalil Mack was, was top five, but these other players right. like they're going to be so great, incredible, and no one would draft
2: it. I was just like, scratch. Well, Miles Jack had health issues, but or he would have. But yeah, Jalen Ramsey is an absolute game changer, but yeah. he's a cornerback. You know, people, they, they weight cornerbacks higher than safety because, like Kate said, they feel they can get someone with a skill set to play safety later sometimes. So that's why guys like that tend to slip. Yeah.
0: All right, we have two more players here, two quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Kate, where do you see both of these
1: quarterbacks ending up? I am sending Josh Allen to the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, you're um, so my big Kate. And I am sending <laughs> Lamar Jackson to the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> whether they like it or not, that's where I'm sending them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought, uh, I thought I was going
2: to really, that was going to be my surprise the draft. I think Josh Allen to the Cardinals and you beat me to it. But I, I That's think why that's I didn't have them advantage.
1: taking many free agents. Cause I knew I was saving their draft pick for their quarterback.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Bridgewater, like I said before I think Bridgewater goes there as like kind of the bridge guy to see if he's got anything left. And I think they draft Josh Allen. Um, that is my pick there. And I think here's a shocker for you. I think, Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to go to the New Orleans Saints at 27, the heir apparent. How about that? Lamar Jackson to the Saints. I think that uh, might sound crazy, but I think Sean Payton can do some things with him. He's a creative guy. I I, I like Lamar Jackson to the Saints.
1: Well, they could easily get another year out of Breeze if, if sure. Ingram can do anything next year. And with Alvin Kamara and what he – he really saved Breeze's bacon this year and took a lot of pressure off Absolutely. him. They could easily get another year out of them and let Lamar sit for a little bit. So, how cool would that be? I'm sure they would
2: use them occasionally with those. You know, that's an explosive, fun team. Throw Lamar in there for a few plays a game. For
1: now, that'd be cool. So and it's similar to, similar to what he played in Louisville, so I think he'd fit nicely there.
0: So I lump these two quarterbacks together for a reason because I think both of these quarterbacks will end up in the AFC North. I think Josh Allen will be drafted by the Ravens and Lamar Jackson by the Steelers. Um, I think I
2: could, I could definitely see uh, Allen to the Ravens. That makes a lot of sense, actually.
0: Yeah, and then and, and I think they're going to be looking ahead uh, to replace Roethlisberger, and and I think they're going to see the skill set and the leadership that Lamar Jackson offers, and just his athleticism. And I think they're going to let him learn. And uh, I mean, he has weapons, and I think that's. I mean, I, I think it just it just it's lining up, and it makes me so mad because I think Lamar Jackson, uh, he, you know, he's he's an athlete. Um, and he's incredibly successful and it's just, I just see it happening and I'm already upset.
2: You know, one thing that I think hurts him right now, and I I like his athleticism a lot. I'm not sure if he's an NFL quarterback or not. I think he is. But one thing I think it hurts his draft status though, is seeing guys like Deshaun Watson tear his ACL, seeing Carson Wentz tear his ACL. I think that teams are starting to get a little leery of dual threat quarterbacks. I think teams are going to, I think you're going to see a move back towards more of the traditional pocket passers. Teams just cannot afford now. Philadelphia blew that up by winning a uh, Super Bowl with their backup, but teams can't afford to put these huge investments in guys that are, you know what I mean, that are out running around tearing their ACL. They, I think you're going to see a move back to the pocket passers.
1: But neither of those teams had a, a true, in my opinion, running back or a running game, where if you pair him down in, in New Orleans with a Kamara, where, so you're not, you know, Russell Wilson shouldn't be the leading rusher, rusher for the Seattle Seahawks. And, right. If you've got a solid, legit running game, that kind of a quarterback, you don't have to risk injury because he's not doing it every time. It's just an option that you can throw out when you need to. Yep. Very fair point. Very fair. Yep.
0: Well, needless to say, there's still a lot to go on. Uh, free agency starts March 14th, so we're almost a month away. That will uh, give us a little more idea of what's going to happen in the draft. Kate, thank you so much for being on, on the show here this morning. Hey, where can we follow you on Twitter? What do you have to plug? Where can we find you on the inter, interwebs?
1: Huh, I'm on Twitter at ClevelandKate, at C-L-V-L-N-D-K, the number eight. I, didn't, I thought you had to pay for vowels when I created my Twitter handle back in the day. So <laughs> ClevelandKate with no vowels. Or check out R-Turf football on Twitter or
0: com. Hey, uh, Kate, would you mind coming on again in the summer, do a little fantasy football preview with us? Oh, absolutely. Just let me know when and I will book the time for you. That'd be wonderful. Jeremy,
2: any final thoughts here, buddy? Hey, thank you so much. That was fantastic. I'm a big fan of yours. Um, I love what you're doing there with your website and uh, I can't wait to start listening to your fantasy show.
1: Thank you.
0: Fantastic. You can follow us on Twitter at Orange is Oranger. And hey, we're doing a, a giveaway. If you leave us a review on iTunes, our goal is to reach 75 by the draft. If you leave us a review and you leave your Twitter handle in the review, you'll be entered to win a twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card. So make sure to do that. If we reach 20, seventy-five before the draft, we'll we'll do the drawing as soon as we reach seventy-five. If not, it'll be at draft. We have a couple more surprises coming to, uh, to you guys over the next couple of weeks. So keep your ears peeled for that. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful week and go Browns! Let's go! Woof, woof. Woof, woof, woof.